and a very warm welcome to this week's Super Six podcast. My name's Laura Woods, and as ever, alongside me, Bio, Aki, and Thelma. So, um, people that are watching this will be able to see. If you're listening, you might not be able to. People watching will notice that um, I'm in a kitchen, and you're in a bedroom or an office. It looks like you've got some cupboards. Yeah, it's a cross. It's a slash between bedroom and office in the corner of my eyesight. And I ain't a lad. You know, it's been struggling for me to get into. To, into the studio because of my body and that. So I was like, nah, man, I'm not doing it today. But anyway, LW, how you been, man? What's been new? Like, you've been in the darts? Talk to me about the darts. Yes, yeah, yeah. So I've been in the darts pretty constantly over Christmas. And um, I have to be honest, it has felt very, very different. There's no fans, obviously. Uh, we had them for like one night only. Um, and they were all sat at these tables. You know what it's like at the darts, like it's mayhem. So yeah. one night only, the night before we all went into lockdown in London, they were sat like tables of three and four in rows as if they were sitting GCSE tests. Oh. And I, I was in the studio and the studio's raised. So I was looking over the crowd and I was looking at each of them. And it was like at any minute, the, the, the teacher was gonna come along and say like, pens up, like time starts now. And then they were all just gonna start doing like their papers. It was really weird. Yeah. Then, then the next day the crowd went and um, we've had some wicked games, which obviously is what it's all about. But it's, you know what they say with football, like football's nothing without the fans. The world, the darts at Christmas at Ali Pali, it feels even more so like that. It feels like we've just, we've sucked the life out of it. Um, apart from that, it's been wicked. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Cool, I'm glad you got there. It was good in the end. But listen, I think that what's happening now even more is just showing that, you know what? The fans, people, they're the soul. They're the soul of everything. You know what I'm saying? Like, don't get the game twisted. And we keep saying, look, we play in this game, football, the athletes. But you really are missing the soul of sporting events without the fans. You know what we think we should do when, when lockdown's over and the vaccine comes in and all that sort of stuff? I think we should have a party. Like, we should have a party. Um, just some sort of, like... I don't know, just some sort of social gathering where we don't have to worry about being distant from each other. And like, because me and you used to see each other around the circuit all the time. Do you remember? All the time, all the time, all the time. Without fail, you and me would always turn up. It, like, all the time. You know, funny enough is, you know, on, you know, on Snap, like it comes up with memories, isn't it? Like on your phone. And a memory come up of, it was you, it, I can't even remember what it was, but I was wearing a red jacket and... Um, it must have been an event, and we turned up. You, your, and we turned up. Like there was a uh, a video of us turn, listen to music, turning up. And you know when you, they say nostalgia is a beautiful thing, and that wasn't even that long ago, maybe two years max. Yeah. And like you listen, when lockdown is over, things go back to normal. We are throwing a gigantic. Event. I'm telling you, where we are just going all out. Telling you, it's missed. It's missed. Oh, I'm so excited. Okay, right. nah. genuinely, that's like giving me goosebumps. Oh, I love it. Right. Okay. Um, apart from that, everything's been great. Um, Christmas is coming. Last time I spoke to you, you hadn't done your Christmas shopping. So yeah, yeah. No, you know what? I'm I'm a little <laughs> bit better. Like, listen, we've just gone into tier four. Yeah. Um, I, you know me about this. I keep saying make it make sense. I didn't even know there was a tier four until after the game on Saturday. I swear to you, I thought they were bantering me. They was like, yo, we're going into tier four. I was like, what is tier four? What, like, where'd that come from? So then it was like, look, lock off, lock down everything. <laughs> like, 
So it's like, oh, raw. And I'm lastminute.com anyway. That's just what I am. But a few people in the industry has hooked me up. I'm not going to lie. So I got me a little couple care packages on the weekend. So I'm half done. And in worst case scenario, I'm just going to give money. You know, like, it's just, that's got to be the worst case scenario right now. I'm just going to give them money or an IOU or something like that. So, but... <laughs> you know that I you gotta give an IOU and the, the pandemic is a reason to give an IOU on them ones. Like this is just a big IOU paper when they open it up and I've got so, this image of one of your daughters, the sassy one, right? The one the one that yeah, yeah you can't buy her love at the moment. I've yes, got, I've yes. got an image of her opening up her present and being like, right, daddy's got me something really special and it's an IOU and she's just so unimpressed. She deserves it. Let me tell you yeah. look. Let me tell you how sassy and I'm buying this girl's affection. We have now done a bet. We've done a bet. So there's an anime series that we bet who will finish the anime series first, right? It's called My Hero. I think My Hero Academic, Academia or something like that. Anyway, let me tell you what the bet is, right? I've said if I win for three weeks, I get hugs and kisses with no complaints and 20 pounds from her, just for the sake of it. Her one is that she doesn't have to give me hugs and kisses for three weeks and I can't give her no affection and I have to give her 20 pounds. That's how much I have to bargain to get affection off my daughter. I'm, look, what, look what I'm dealing with people. It, LW, I failed as a dad, you know, I failed as a dad. One of these days, right, and I promise it will happen. One of these days, you two will be like inseparable. Like, we was. You're just, you're just, we was. you're click. She's going through a difficult girl. Girls do this by, we turn into monsters. We're monsters yeah. for like a couple of years and then we come back. Like we're like boomerangs. When are you coming back from this monster thing yet? Because you yeah. still on this monster thing with me. I've been out for a while, yeah. Do you know what? I've <laughs> some milk about 10 years ago and I didn't come back. I'm come just, on now, you my come boomerang back. is still all around the world. It's, it's on a long uh, So yours is a frisbee and not a boomerang, yeah? Yours is just, you, you just, just kept going. I'll be back at the same time as your daughter. Promise you. Ah, cool. Say right. that and I'm hoping on to that. I'm hoping on to that. Talking about people being back, we did a, a really, really good interview this week for this podcast of Max Aaron's. Um, if you're a Norwich fan, then, then you will love it. Even if you're just a football fan, I think you'll be really interested to hear what he has to say. Because this guy, he, I mean, he's an absolute baller, as we know. Um, yeah. He speaks really well, really honestly. We're going to get into it. Um, you might notice someone is missing at the beginning of the interview. I'm not going to tell you. Um, yeah, yeah, you'll, yeah, you'll probably know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, I, LW, we're partners in crime, and I felt like you just threw me under the bus right there, you know. So I felt at the start of the interview. So I, LW didn't know what I was dealing with in the morning. LW, I didn't listen. I didn't even come and I didn't want to mess up the whole interview and go deep into it. So I just came as a professional and came straight straight in. But anyway, you are right, Matt. Yeah. I played against him earlier in the season. Like he's a he's real humble. Um, it's a real good interview, to be fair. So, trust me. Especially Tune in. At the start of the interview. That's a really good bit. Though. I think the end was the better bit. I'm just going to lie. I've got to remind everyone, this week's Super Six round, it's a festive <laughs> special that says the Million Pounds jackpot is back. It's back. Million Pounds jackpot. It's million Pounds. Million Pounds. We are going to discuss that a little bit later in the show. And also a reminder, the hashtag, if you want to play along, Super 6 Podcast, if you just want to say anything you like. And also you can follow us on Twitter, at Super 6. Shall we get into this interview, Byron? Yeah, man, let's do it. Let's dive into it. Okay, here we go. 
£1 million in your account. Can you imagine? Predict six correct scores on Super 6 this week for a chance to win a huge £1 million jackpot. Download the app and play by 3pm on Saturday. Head to skysports.com forward slash Super 6 for more details. Uh, please welcome along Mr. Max Ahrens. Max, good morning. How are you? Yeah, all good, thanks. All good, thanks. How are you? I should, I'm all right, thank you very much. No one ever asked. That's very nice of you to ask, thank you. I should really say Merry Christmas, even though it kind of doesn't really feel like it. Technically, it is Christmas no. now, so Merry Christmas. What's the life of a footballer at Christmas like? Busy, really busy. <laughs> um, not many not many days off and stuff, but um, no, it's, it's, it's good. Uh, loads of games and, and things like that, so no, it's good. Would you rather be playing them? Because you know how people like to speak for footballers and say, listen, their bodies, it's, it's tough and, you know, like they need more rest and this and that. But do you prefer playing more games or, or, or do you actually enjoy the rest and need the rest? No, I prefer playing more games, to be honest. Um, that's kind of what we do it for and like loads of games and like a big fixture schedule is it's kind of what you do it for. So I just love, yeah, love, love playing all the games, but it can be tiring. You know, you sometimes your your body's crying out for a bit of a rest. But we are missing um, somebody that likes to complain about his body. On I would say every day, whether he's played or not, every day that we see him on Super Six, Bioac and Fenwar complains about how his body is feeling. And to be fair to him, I get it because he's been hammering home that the championship is a different level to what he's used doing it's hard yeah. Um, yeah. but yeah he walks in he's late quite quite classically for Bayak and Femma he's actually late to this podcast he's going to join us at some point when he's good and ready apparently so yeah. my apologies to you for that, for that Max because it's um no, that's fine that's fine tardy really isn't it unacceptable um but let's talk yeah, about exactly. the change of the championship because you, you play in the Premier League you get used to that those standards how different is it? Straight away is is a huge change. Um, you don't really get a rest and stuff like that, so it's really really hard. Um, and then obviously, you know, in the prem we were kind of struggling and stuff, and then you come back down to the championship and you're expected to win and mm. kind of go back up straight away and stuff. So it was kind of like you had to adapt, but it was, it was okay. But um, there's positives and, and negatives to both, and I really enjoy kind of having played in both. Was it hard? So I remember watching you a few times actually in the Premier League and I really enjoyed Norwich. Like I really enjoyed the way that you played football. I really love your manager. I think his voice is probably yeah. the best voice out of all the managers I've ever worked with. Um, <laughs> how difficult was it though being embroiled in a relegation battle for as long as you were? Yeah, it was tough. Like, because obviously the season before we'd been winning loads of games and stuff and then we got into that and, and suddenly... Uh, like we were losing games and and it, and it was tough, but we were still playing good football, so it was, it was a hard one. And uh, I think everyone really enjoyed playing, uh, watching us and and how we played and and, and everything. Um, but it was just disappointing that we couldn't get more kind of more wins and and stuff like that. But no, it was good and uh, it was a, like for me as a young player, it was really really good experience and and obviously you know just want more of that now. What's Daniel Farker like as a as a manager and a motivator? Yeah, no, he's he's really good. Um, as he said, you know, his voice, he, he just kind of, as a player, you just listen to, to what he's saying and and he, he's been been really good for me personally and obviously I made my 100th appearance the other, the other week so it just shows the faith that he puts in you and, and how, how good that is for you as well. You made your 100th appearance? 
Yeah, the yeah the other day. So like it when I look back on it, it it's you know to play that amount of games, it shows the trust that, that he's put in me, which obviously I'm grateful for from him. That's incredible! Congratulations. And I mean, normally, thank you. Thank you know, you. we have all these stats in front of us, but that one I probably missed. I mean, it will be somewhere in my stats pack about you, I imagine. <laughs> somewhere in the bottom. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, it was quite recent, to be fair, so it might not have come up. <laughs> um, so, Champions Live, I, I know you're saying that, you know, like there's more games thick and fast, but it must just be so bizarre. Like what you were just saying about how you get that season promoted, you go up into the Premier League. It's such a flip in in fortunes and and in result. Yeah. Come back mm. down, and now you're five points clear at the top again. It's like a roller coaster. Yeah, it's it's really odd. I was saying this to one of the players the other day that you know you've gone from up here down there and up here. It's, it's it's hard, but that's what kind of what what football is. And and uh, and obviously, like I said, with being back in the championship comes that pressure that you know that you have to go straight back up or and and kind of be at the top of the league so but me I just I really enjoy it and I just love playing the game as well does it so because you've done it quite recently you know how to get promoted and you've been through that season and you guys did it like in such a dominant way as well when you did do it does it kind of make you feel a little bit more confident that you've been there you've done it you know how to do it mm. over the mm. other teams around you yeah definitely I think like we we were used to it and obviously two years ago the same thing well obviously we've not done it yet but we're in the same position that we were two years ago and I think a few of the players have been through that of course already so I feel like kind of we're used to it and, and there's not that kind of new factor to it as well Do you ever see Delia around? She sometimes comes into the training ground um, and sometimes see her after a game but that's that's it really not loads not loads to be fair Is she as much of a hero as everybody thinks she is because I think she's amazing she is. I think she just has a. Everyone knows that clip of when she came on the picture at half time, and <laughs> which was funny. But uh, <laughs> but uh, no, no, no. She is a really nice person, and I think she just genuinely has a love for the club. So it's like you know, there's nothing more you want than a an owner that that has that. A hundred percent, a passionate owner. I remember when you guys got promoted. And um, she did an interview with Sky and it was just the best thing. And I remember sitting there thinking, in football, yeah. as a football fan, you want your owners to be like that. Yeah. You want them to have that yeah, put it uh, into the club. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. I think, you know, when you're looking up in there and they're all, they're all sat there, her and the family, it's, it's kind of, um, that's what you want to know, that you have the backing of the club uh, from someone that, that, that loves that loves the club and uh, and and will do anything for it. So yeah, no, no, no. She's she's great and and definitely passionate yeah. as well. You recently won EFL Young Player of the Month, so obviously it's going quite well for you. You just mentioned there are a hundred appearances now for Norwich. What is it you think that's sort of making you settle? Like we spoke about the manager that you like. You obviously enjoy playing at the because it's good football. <laughs> Do you think that it's being at Norwich that is making you excel? Yeah, definitely. I think the way you kind of we play and 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 everything just suits me down to a T. And and I, I kind of obviously know the club now a lot and uh, everything that's kind of you know it's it's been a really good kind of journey for me um, and it's been the perfect club for me. You know, to obviously a few years ago to kind of kickstart uh, my career, which was which was really good and 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 obviously now really settled and like an experience kind of member in the team so yeah it's, it's been really good 
How weird has it been with, with COVID? Because with fans coming back in, like a few fans yeah. coming back in, so you scored a goal recently and, and celebrated by hugging them, right? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. So that You just forgot. So I've done that. Yeah, I completely forgot. I think that was the first game that they'd come. The fans had come back in the stadium, and then and then obviously I'd scored, and I hadn't scored in in about like over a year. And then I was just seeing the fans, and I thought, <laughs> just let me just give one of them a hug. But and then I kind of went on. I was on my phone the, kind of late that night, and there was uh, someone had put out like an article on it, and I was like, oh no, what have I done? Um, so then I was kind of like asking around the club, and they just said, you know, just obviously you shouldn't have done it, but. I think everyone can understand that they've been away for that long and then suddenly they're back in. And mm-hmm. But yeah, I think the emotion got the better of me, for sure. It's hard though, isn't it? Because it's like us lot that work in the media, we sit there and we think we've got it hard because we're like, wow, you know, there's no fans, no atmosphere, this mm-hmm. and that, whatever. Yeah. We don't need to even be at the games. But you guys, like, when it all started up again, you must just, I don't know how it feels. Like, you can tell me how it feels, but yeah. almost just like half a game, you're just like, oh. Yeah, no, 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 literally, it was nice to actually, even though it was in 2000 there, it was nice to, you know, if you put in a tackle or something, you got a little cheer or something like that. That was kind of what we were missing. And mm-hmm. playing in front of no one is, it, it was kind of, it is so hard. Yeah. Have and you, I think any player will tell you that. Have you played um, against a team yet? Have you played away where they've got fans? Yeah, we have. Yeah, we played Reading the other week and they had fans, obviously, what before fans? they've gone into kind of two, three. That was, it was a lot harder. It was now that, like, kind of home advantage, I think. So, like, it was a lot harder. It was a lot harder, definitely. Because hmm. um, that's what advantage, don't we? And, and we talk about how in football, like, especially, so I, I mainly work in the Premier League, and unless it's, like, a cup competition or something like that. And there's a lot of a lot of managers, and, and Sheffield United, and you guys obviously have your time against Sheffield United yeah. season four. So Chris Wilder was saying that he feels like, more than any other team, Sheffield United have struggled the most for not having fans mm. in the stadium to mm. have that kind of like mm. home advantage. Do you feel like, I mean, obviously it's going all right for you in the championship, so it's not necessarily that the home advantage has, has been a massive problem, but can you understand that, how some teams really rely on that? Yeah, even even us kind of after the lockdown, we came back last season and we didn't, we lost every game, you know, for the rest of the season, the final 10 games, and I definitely felt it then. That was that was really tough. You know, we were playing at home and we didn't even feel like we were playing a home game. So it was I can understand what he's saying. And obviously, um now it's obviously a, a little bit easier, you know, being in the championship and, and you kind of were less reliant on it as much, but still you you still won that. But yeah, definitely understand what he's saying and, and obviously going to Bramwell Lane, that was the main thing I think about playing them that was the toughest part, which he's completely right about. So yeah, for some teams it's harder than others, I think. What is the dressing room like at the moment? So when, whenever we do these interviews, it's something that me and Bio like to know. So we, so we kind of want to know like who the joker is in the dressing room and who the biggest voice is, um, the worst fashion sense, all that sort of stuff. Yeah, no, it's, it's, it's good. And, and obviously the spirits are high at the moment. Um, there's, a, there's a few different, different jokers around changing room and, and stuff. And obviously it's a lot easier at the moment because we're obviously winning games and everything like that there's a few uh ben gibson there's a, there's a few there's a few different ones i can name there must be people that walk into the dressing room and you're like what are you wearing every day yeah no 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 definitely todd campwell he's the worst for that 100 percent. the worst i don't know what some of the some people you might see his instagram post but <laughs> some of the stuff he comes in i'm thinking 
where have you come from <laughs> and the hairstyles as well it's quite bold yeah yeah I guess that's just him but the hairstyles the the trainers I just I don't get it <laughs> I suppose the only way you can do stuff like that is if you play good football and luckily he's a good mm. football, right? yeah that is true I think everyone says like he can get away with it because of because of how he plays in the pitch but it is <laughs> funny it is funny you wouldn't mind me saying it Hopefully not. <laughs> um, Emmy Brendy has sort of been grabbing headlines a lot lately. How good is he? Yeah, he's he's un- unbelievable. You know, to for the club to have kept him, uh, um, you know, come, coming into this season was was huge for for everyone. Obviously, everyone can see it now. He's he's an unbelievable player, and obviously he plays on my side of the pitch. So it's 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 so nice to have someone like that on your side of the pitch and helping you out and. And obviously, we have that kind of connection where, you know, if you make a run, he's going to find you in the past. And obviously, everyone could see it last year as well in the Premier League, how how influential he was for us and, and what a player he is. How much of a difference does it make to your game and developing when, like you say, you've got players on that side of the pitch that are going to pick you out? You almost get confidence from it. Definitely, definitely. You can see it on the pitch, how how confident he is. And then it just breeds it like, to, to me as well. And, and we have that kind of connection where like I said I know I make um, if I make a good run they'll find me so it just gives you confidence that you know you're you're out there kind of battling with someone that you know is a top player and and it's great to have that I think everyone can see the kind of chances he creates and everything like that and now he's getting goals and assists which is is someone it's great for someone in his position. Tell us a little bit about how you grew up and how you got into football and where you were because you were on Luton's books weren't you as a youngster? Yeah like I signed there when I was um, eight years old and then was there till I was 14 um, and then at 14 I kind of had like a year out of football and I was just training with like a one-to-one coach um, and then kind of when I was 16 15 or 16 that was when I signed for, for Norwich and, and kind of worked up ever since then So you must have moved then did you so when you signed for Norwich you moved up there did you go on your own or with family or what happened? Yeah like he, there was like a um I think a lot of clubs have like digs families it's called where you kind of like same with like a host family and that was kind of what, what I'd done and it was it was actually really good you know it was for kind of one year or two years um, and, it, and it was really good really good experience I think all the players that have done that before could would kind of say the same thing I think it was a really good experience especially at that age it was hard at first but then you kind of get used to it they're like foster families, aren't they? So, so you basically almost yeah. How many days a week do you stay with them, and then you go back home? Yeah, like usually to, in the middle of the week, like when you're training and stuff. That was when it was um, kind of middle of the week, and then you'd play the game, and then obviously I think everyone would go home at the weekends, and that's that's what I done. So for you as well. So like it doesn't sound like it affected you that much, but there've been other people who, yeah. who struggled with that move, like being away yeah. from families and stuff. Did you find it hard at any mm. point where you just kind of like I'm going to play football is great? Yeah, see that I loved it because I was playing football and obviously moving away I it, it, I didn't think about it too much, but at, at the start it definitely was hard and obviously I don't think kind of my mum was too too happy and, <laughs> and and stuff like that. So yeah, it was hard, but um no, it was fine. As long as I was playing football, I was kind of happy. So. Have you got brothers and sisters? Yeah, I've got um, an older brother. An older brother, yeah. So you were the baby essentially, and you were moving away. So mm. like what? <laughs> exactly. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That first day, I remember I was leaving. She was like crying and stuff, and I was like, oh no. 
it was hard. I suppose she knows, obviously, that that you're what you're going to do yeah. is going to be an incredible move. So yeah. she's to, like let you go and let you go and grow up no exactly yeah no 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 she in the end she was fine with it but it was kind of like that it was that dramatic that she was feeling like she was letting me go so yeah what do you do so like obviously lockdown has been weird because it kind of means that you've got even more time to yourself what do you do yeah. what do you do to keep yourself busy and when you're not training in football anyway when you're kind of not doing stuff you're kind of relaxing and, and, and chilling and stuff anyway so mm. it's not the biggest kind of miss but you kind of do miss kind of just going for I don't know walk around the shops or, or go for some food or, or something like that um, which is which is a big miss but obviously I think everyone at the moment is just kind of relaxing and you know have a PlayStation or, or some Netflix or something like that just to, to kind of keep busy. Yeah did you during lockdown so um, I'm gonna I, I have to be honest here with you um, I have a slight obsession with Daniel Farker. I think like what, what happens each season is is I grow an obsession for one manager um, and yeah. then I'll make sure that I will at some point get to interview them just so I can yeah. sort of like meet my hero and then, then you know, it's yeah, done. Yeah. And I remember working on your last game of the season when uh, when you were in the Premier League. So you just, oh, is he here? Yeah. Unbelievable. There he is. Unbelievable. Bayer Confemo has entered. Bang on time. Hey, what's going on? We talking about <laughs> 20, 20 past nine. You've only about half an hour left. He's got a watch on. He's got a watch on. Hey, Max, allow me, bruv. What are we doing, bruv? We're <laughs> players, bruv. Don't turn on me, bruv. <laughs> he was just saying actually that Wickham was the easiest game of the season. He couldn't say that. Oh, I definitely didn't say, say that. I didn't say that. I didn't say that. No, right, I did not you, say that. I, I, but we gotta play him soon. Oh, I don't know when, <laughs> but they gotta come to Adams Park. <laughs> I was just in the middle of uh, like being honest with Max about how I have an obsession with Daniel Farker because I I just think he's the best thing since sliced bread and I would listen to his voice. I said this on radio actually, so I'll stand by this. I think if he ever isn't in management, he needs to go into reading um, lullabies. So like, or like just bedtime stories on like a podcast. Bedtime stories with Daniel Farker. I'd literally download it in an instant. <laughs> Just yeah, that, 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 that must be a woman thing. Eh? That must be. <laughs> I, I, I don't know if Max agreed with you. Max, you just sit there. No, and I listen. don't agree. I don't agree. <laughs> I don't agree. Definitely just sit not. There while they give the team talk, Algeria. Eh? Like, <laughs> yeah, Gaffer. Yeah, yeah. Keep talking, Gaffer. Yeah, yeah it, must be, it must be a woman thing. <laughs> Right, I tell you what, now I've got you both here, um, I do want to ask, so I'm, I'm glad you're present for this, Bio, because we were just talking a minute ago about life in the championship, how difficult it is, and I was saying that, that you're coming in at the moment a broken man after every game, it's so hard. Um, yeah. And you guys, obviously, you played against each other once already, so so Max, now Bio is in the room and present, just tell us about the impact that he has, because when he comes on the pitch, how, how different are the Wickham sides? Yeah, definitely, I think... Before the game, we were kind of preparing that he was that he was going to play and, and stuff like that. And obviously, the manager was had spoken about him and and kind of the threat that he poses for us. And then obviously, when he comes on the pitch, the whole game changes. Kind of they've got they've got somewhere where they're going to kind of put crosses in the box and 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 try and hit and, and go along to. And obviously, it's so hard to stop. You know, when he's kind of got you there and and you you know it's so strong that you can't you can't move. So it's 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 tough tough player to to play against and obviously the I think the manager was aware of it because kind of our whole pre match meeting was kind of 
a lot of, a lot of our bio. So, but then I think he didn't end up starting. So, um, but then once he came on, it was a different game. <laughs> Did you have a big photo of him with, and he was pointing with stick? That man, like during like on a big board, like yeah. life size. Like, <laughs> this, these are the areas that you yeah, need yeah. to target. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, yeah. It was exactly that, and and it was. Uh, I think everyone kind of was 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 prepared, and and I definitely. I don't think I was ready for for the battle, but I knew what what threats by opposed. If I didn't know before, no. Listen, no you know way. it always it does. Look, it makes me laugh. Like we, it's like anything in it. Um, we do our team prep, um, and it's always it's going to feel like we're going to go back and forth. And like, just because Max is on, I'm going to give him props. But we know the threat. To be fair, if I'm honest, and because I didn't start the game and I watched the game, I think I played 10 minutes. Um, yeah. um, I, I came on the last 10 minutes when I think your guy scored a free kick. I think the night you've been on something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. One. Yeah. So we had to go for broke and I came on. But it's like we did our prep and we knew the... We knew what Norwich is about. Listen, there's no, we watched Norwich in the Prem last season. So it wasn't like yeah. there was much prep that we had to do, like that we watched you, man, in the prep. But, mm. and I've said this, Norwich has been the best balling team that we've come across, or what I've seen in it. I, I wasn't there when we played Swansea and Blackburn. But when we played Norwich, it was like, I think that was the first time where I saw levels to this champ. I was like, mm. oh, you know what? Mm these boys can ball and we knew like we're going to touch on it in it because I already, we already knew about Max um, and of course the the threats and man was going by Munich and Barcelona so when you hear that already <laughs> it makes you stand up and think raw like this guy's a baller first hand man would have gone see so we saw it like I see him up and down and straight away I'm like look I'm not chasing you anywhere Max I promise you that you can go anywhere I am not chasing you but best believe if they stand it up back post I'm going to try and back post you've got me you've got that, that, fam, that's so we you know in it you know your strengths and weaknesses you know which yeah no, it's true. It, it, that's what you do as a footballer you're, you're mm-hmm. comfortable mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. don't get it twisted right. if, there was, if the ball was played up he would put himself there because you have to. If I would have yeah. to try and chase him, I don't think I would. I just don't think I would. I just, it, it just it's just a losing no, it's true, it's true. Oh. I'm going to move on a little bit because although I'm quite like enjoying listening to Bio like talking about you, Max, I imagine you're probably a little bit embarrassed about it. <laughs> <laughs> nah, no, not cool, not cool. You mind it. Uh, let's oh, talk cool. a bit more then. Let's talk about it. <laughs> but listen, wait, hold on, hold on. When you when when you're being linked with Bayern Munich and Barcelona, but the world's talking about you. It don't matter me talking mm. about you. The world is talking about you when you get linked to Bayern Munich and Barcelona. I'm talking about that's the pinnacle. You know what I'm saying? It's the pinnacle. Yeah. How do you hear yeah. about that? So did, you, yeah. did your agent sort of call you up and say, by the way, there's been some interest or did you see it in the media first? Or, you know, how did you hear about that interest first? Kind of, he'd mentioned it to me on, on like a Friday. Um, and then we had, we were playing Preston on the Saturday morning. And then I woke up, must've been like eight o'clock or something like that. I woke up and I went on my phone and I had loads and loads of messages like, is this, what's this about? Is it true just from friends and, and, and family and stuff like that? And then loads of messages. And then I was like, what's going on? And obviously went on Twitter and everything and it was, and it was everywhere. So 
that was a really like kind of odd morning. And I remember obviously we had the game and a few hours after it all kind of had come out and everything like that. So it was it was a kind of crazy period and I didn't you know, it was I've never had it like that before. Um, which which was mad, and then obviously I had to go play the game, and people were saying to me, you know, obviously it's kind of amazing that you kind of kept your head for for the game, where a lot of kind of players would, you know, couldn't couldn't have done that. That's what I wanted to ask. That's what I wanted to ask you. So, as a player, like there's like we've all got egos. Don't get the game twisted. We've all got egos. So, as a player going into game prep, how was was your mentality more? You know what? I'm just going to park this and then I'll tackle it after the game. Did it give you an extra boost? Did it make you be like, nah, you know what? I'm a bad man. Mm, like, yeah. You know what I'm saying? How did you go? What was the, what was your mindset going into play against Preston? I think for me, it was, yeah, it was like, it gave me that extra confidence. It gave me, it just gave me that extra confidence. It was a breeding confidence. I think that's what it was. And it was like, I was kind of walking on the pitch thinking, you know, I'm a bad man. You can say it, guys. Yeah. Like, Max, you can say it, man. You yeah, basically, basically, yeah. I'm a bad man. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's how it was. That's how it was. And uh, and but but like I, I just think you know for me personally, that's where I can deal with things. Is I've always dealt with things is by playing football. It's kind of like stress relief. And if if I never felt stressed or something, that's what I do. Just play and just kick, kind of kick ball. And that's what that's how it was. That's what I was doing. So and that's that's how I felt with going into the game. I just felt you know what, let me just focus on, on playing for, for Norwich and, and that was the job that I needed to do. I think that's quite amazing. I've, I've never played a professional game of football in my life, but I know that if there's something on my mind before I do a show or something like that, I find it really hard to get that out of my mind. But there, there is a kind of flip, isn't there? Like a, a switch that has to go where you just go, right, I'm, I'm in my profession now and that's it and that's yeah. done. Then obviously you then play the game, you come out and you've got to deal, you've got to deal with these rumours even more. Um, yeah. How close were they to happening? What happened? Is it is it a dream of yours one day? I know you 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 just seem so settled and, and happy with where you are at the moment and still developing. And like you're saying, you're you're in a team that's playing amazing football that really suits you. But one day, do you think that that is a realistic opportunity for you? Would Would you like to go and play abroad somewhere? Yeah, definitely. I think me personally, I've never kind of shied away from that or, or or anything like that. I think, you know, obviously one day, you know, I've got, I'm kind of playing at the moment um, at Norwich and I'm, and I'm extremely enjoying it. And that's kind of my, my focus at the moment. But obviously, you know, like you said, one day, I think, you know, that definitely could, any player would be telling you they'd be, they'd be lying if, if they were to say that they weren't interested in that. And, and obviously that'd be, that'd be amazing for, for any player. So, um, no, it was, it was, it was crazy to to have had that and then obviously as soon as it was done um, it was done so mm-hmm. right Max we've nearly run out of time for you because we know you're busy because even though no, no. seems to be like work, working kind of towards Christmas and breaking up for Christmas you guys are going to be quite busy what's the schedule like over Christmas for you yeah so busy I think obviously by will be able to tell you the, the amount of games is, is, is unbelievable but obviously we've had games up until this week and uh, luckily around Christmas for the first time our next game is on Boxing Day so that's a kind of like a few a few days away we've finally got a, a week where we've got two games in a week instead of instead of three so um, but obviously it's it's massively busy and you've got game after game but I think any player Are you my training on Christmas Day? Yeah yes we're, we're in on Christmas Day we're in in the evening and then we're in the hotel and the night before we've got Watford on Boxing Day so Home or away? Away away at Watford yeah 
are you lot in um, hotels every night? Sorry, every before every game. Yeah, before every game. It doesn't matter if it's 45 minutes away the game. We'd still be in a hotel. Can I, yeah. can I ask a Watford-based question really quickly while I think about it? So Watford have just fired their manager again. So mm. is this a good time or a bad time to play Watford? For me personally, I think it's a good. I think it's a good time just because I think they might be a bit unsettled and stuff like that, and they haven't got the new manager in yet. So I think obviously they've still got massive quality. Look at they've still got Troy Deeney and all, and all those type of guys, and and obviously it still looks like a Premier League squad. So it's going to be a really tough game, a, a top game. But yeah, I think it's a good time to play them. To be honest. Alright, alright. So, alright. So you know the Christmas period is mad. It's mad. It's mad hectic. We already know. So, alright. Christmas Day. Like, so are you a do you watch what you intake on Christmas Day? Like, would you be like you? Because one thing I hate the m- thing I hate the most is clock watching. And listen, I've got kids in it, so of course I'm up mad early. They might have jumping on my head. No, oh, Daddy, Christmas, <laughs> right? Yeah, go back to bed. You know them ones. So then you're clock watching, and then you got to be like, "Raw, oh, my man's got a game." So what's like yeah, a Christmas man. day like? What what what's Christmas like for Max prior to the game the day the day after? My whole family lived like about two hours outside of Norwich, living in uh, Milton Keynes, which is two hours away from Norwich. So I'd yeah. be there in the morning. We're in at about four. We're in at about four on the uh, on Christmas Day, train at four, and then leave, travel to the hotel. So I think I'd have to, I'd be there, but I'd be at my mum's in the morning. But then I'd be clock watching, thinking, what time have I got to leave? What, what am I doing? But People like don't said, know it's, that's it's, right. it's, 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 it's crazy, you know, you're just there. And, and then you're just waiting, waiting to, to go to training. You know, some people, most people's heads are just on Christmas Day and ours is on, obviously, on, kind of, you got a game the next day, so. People don't know that sacrifice. And I know it's going to sound like, ah, mm. oh, you know, this, that. But I'm telling you, it's the day where you get to just normally chill with your family and that. But yeah. we both said it, we're clock watching. So you actually got one eye always thinking about, I've got to get out the door. And especially yeah, yeah, when you've yeah. got to go training. So, all right, oh, so... Two questions. So, are you Christmas ready? Have you got your Christmas presents? I haven't. I haven't. I haven't finished all of them yet. And then we've just gone into like a tier four oh. lockdown, obviously. Can't even go and get anything. So, online shopping. And just relying on orders to, to come before before that. But <laughs> I've left it late this year. I say nothing. I am a size extra large double XL. <laughs> um, so, just bam. Don't forget, man. You get me. I, but this, this runs in nicely to what. This runs in nicely to my question that I always like to ask. All right, cool. All right, so match, yeah? When did you know? Okay, so you're a young pup. You're, you're a premiership footballer. You've ticked most of the boxes you want to tick, right? So when did you know you had money, money? When was that moment that Max was like, whoa, Bob, I've got money, money. And what was the first present you bought for yourself that you was like, cool, I'm going to go... I'm going to go treat myself. So when did you know? I think it was last season. I think it was last season. And we were halfway through the, the Premier League season. And I, and, I, and I looked and I was like, you know what? I thought, I think my mum and dad had done a lot for me in my, in my career and stuff like that. I said, and I, I need a new I need a new car. And then I just kind of went out and, and, and kind of got them got them new cars. And I myself, that was, that, that was the point where I was like, you know, I can be able to do this. And uh, that was a that was the best feeling. So, man, just said, yeah, yeah, <laughs> I want a car. Mom, pops, you get a car as well. Oh, wait, wait, how old was you last year? 
19 at the time, I think it was. 19. Oh my god. At 19, no. I'm parking tickets. My god. <laughs> LW! You see that? 19. He bought himself mum and pups a car. Man, I salute that. I love it. Nah, nah, that was good. Good feeling. Oh, nice. All right, blessings, man. You earned it, my brother. You earned it. Was it like a surprise or did you take them with you? How did you do it? I think I said to I said to my with them with my mum, she she knew. I think I can't remember why. I think I had to ask her about it. So she knew, but with my dad it was a complete surprise and, and I kinda went with him and he was like he was just shocked. He was just shocked. I wish did I'd have got it on video as well. I imagine that would have been so good. Did he kind of like I mean obviously gets into his car and he takes it and it's his and all that sort of stuff. Did it take a while for him to kind of be like, this is my car? Do you know what I mean? Like rather than like it's it's yours or it's somebody else's. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's his old one as well. He's like, what am I going to do with this one? I was like, it doesn't matter now. You've got, <laughs> you've got this. So it was a good, it was a good feeling. But I think he was just, he just took a while to process it really. Yeah. He's still got the old car just in case. <laughs> Yeah, I think he's left it. Yeah, yeah, I think he, yeah, yeah, he has got it actually. He has got it. It's just, it's just parked up. So, man said 19 when he knew he had money, money. I love it. I love it. I love it. I you know what I like it. as well is that that's the first thing on your mind as you thought about what you bought your parents. Not that there's anything wrong with buying yourself a present, but that's like that. If I ever come into like a large sum of money, I always think the first thing I do is buy my mum a house. Like, always. No, it's not, LW. Yeah. Don't try and ride that train, you liar. If you came into money, you'd buy yourself some. Your mum would come afterwards. <laughs> Don't try and jump on the max train. Hey, like, listen, I've been working with her too long. She thinks she's slick. You you're the good well. heart. You know well. You're yeah, the good hearted one. Trust me. Yeah, and then you had him. He was like, this woman's a really nice. She's a really nice. <laughs> <laughs> you know her too well. Oh, blessings. Blessings. Right. Listen, we, we've got to go because you've got a busy schedule. You've got to buy some presents. To be honest, you've oh, yeah. like done presents for a lifetime. You bought them a car each. Yeah, you're good. Mums and pops is good. Mums and pops is good. Choose, choose. I don't want to hear. I don't want to hear any moaning from them now. Yeah, I've done enough now. You gotta get them socks this year. Get them socks. That's what. That's my go-to. That's mum's. Well, mumsy's go-to present to me is socks, socks. and I always complain socks. when I open it, and then halfway throughout the year, it's the it's the best gift yeah, ever. Needed. Needed. Yeah. It's needed. It's so needed. Know, so yeah, man. That's the go-to present. Max, thank you. It was really good That's to talk to you. Thank you so much. Good luck with the yeah, Max Broski. I have my best Christmas, all the best boxing day. So and we'll catch up Adam's part. You get me? Yeah. My yeah. blessings. I don't want to be stuck at the back post with you. I am <laughs> telling you, I'm going to try and get to the back post. You watch. I'm trying. <laughs> I, listen, oh, we'll yeah. do one little deal with it. I'll race you like, and try and track back. And then we'll battle back poles for each other. We'll do that. Only one winner. Only one winner in that. It's it's just like it's the one winner in the race, isn't it? So we'll meme it out. Trust me. Love him. I think he's absolutely wicked, bro. I think he's great. Uh, do, Do you know what is happening now, man? We're getting guests that are young, but so mature. Like they seem so balanced, you know, and, and it's it is a beautiful thing, and, and that's a good thing. It is a beautiful thing. He's a he's a top professional, really good talent. Um, I got enough. I got a lot of time for him. I got a lot of time for him. I'm gonna dunk on him though. Just best believe though. I mean, when he comes to Adams Park, I'm gonna dunk on him. <laughs> 
Okay, it's time now to look at the Super Six fixtures for round 23. Download the Super Six app, create an account and play for free by predicting the scores of six chosen matches to be in with a chance to win £1 million this week. One million pounds. One million pounds. million pounds. Okay, so it is back, the million pound round. Jeff will hopefully be giving away the million pound jackpot to one lucky player who scores 30 points on Boxing Day. Good luck with that, guys. Could the million pound jackpot winner come from our Super 6 league? You can join by using the code SUPER6. There is a £1,000 prize at the end of the season for the winner of that specific league. And also another reminder that you can invite your mates to join Super 6. And if any of those invited friends go on to win the jackpot themselves, then you, for inviting them, will win £25,000. All right, so got to think about it. That's a million pounds. LW, that's a million pounds, yeah? So if you're like me, normally you've kind of spent the money before you've got it, yeah? So I'm going to ask you, if you won the million pound for Christmas, right, what would you spend it on? So I'm going to throw something. I'm going to throw something at you, real thing. What would you spend it on? I new would... car, new house. Oh, um, I'd go for a house first because I'd, I'd buy a house for my parents. Oh, you liar! I see what you did there. Boom, I got you. All right, so you'll buy a house for your parents. You lie. Oh. All right, cool. No. All right. House would go before. I'm, I'm definitely a house person rather than car for me. Yeah. What would you do? Um, I would buy. I'm a house person as well, just because the kids now. I think back in the day, B would have maybe got him a nice little selfish car, but you know, um, yeah. I, it would have to be house now. Um, I so I'll throw for you. What would you get? What would be the most outlandish present? So not, I don't want conventional. I want outlandish present for Lulu. Oh, for Lulu? Oh, this, yeah. this girl's going to get her own three-story house. Swear down. This dog, actually, I, I, I cancel that because she has to be next to me all the time. She, that's her choice, not mine, obviously. Like, this dog is the most. She's so, she's so cool. Like, she's not even in the slightest... She doesn't listen to me. She's not interested. Like, she knows what her name is. She knows the commands. She's trained, but she doesn't care. So, like, if I tell her, like, Lulu, like, come on, get out, get your face out of that, whatever that is, she looks at me and she's like, no. And then she'll carry on doing it. So, really, I'd probably get an electric collar for her so I can zap her. <laughs> oh, you cruelty! It's cruel! You cruelly! You say you love the girl. So, and the worst thing is... One thing I know about, listen, people, one thing I know about LW, she likes control, right? So that's what it is. So she'll be like, Lulu, come here. Lulu will give her the girl look. Like, you know, that one's like, I'm busy. Then she'll be like, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, like I'm not, I... I swear you can get these other ones, right? These collars. And they squirt water. So like, if you don't want to give the electric shock, which I don't, by the way, just to let everyone know, I would never do that. (laughs) I love her more than anything. I know. The little water one, right? You, You... press the button and it shoots a bit of water under their chin so they're like whoa so it trains not do like for example if you're like which i do in the park it's embarrassing she's totally ignoring me i'll just spray with a bit of water and she has to come oh wow i didn't even know about that all right quick couple more fast 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 questions here we go yeah so diamond watch diamond chain chain (sighs) shoes or bag shoes shoes yeah I think so. I don't really know. I'm not massive. Fan. Okay. Um, last one. I'm going to throw this out there. Last one out here. Yeah, I'm going to throw this out there. Chef 
24 hours a day oh. in whatever outfit you want the person to wear <laughs> or 24 on point delivery room. Chef. Yeah. Listen, my heart, my head says chef, so I can be healthy. My heart says delivery because, oh my God, obsessed. I once, when I was hungover, I once got three deliveries in one day. Two what? Days. I had a two day hangover and I was just like, and then as soon as that one arrived, I've ordered another one. And then like, <laughs> LW, listen, LW, don't do things by half. Jeez. No, the worst thing that ever happened to me with delivery, the guy came down the stairs and I opened the door and um, and he said, hi, Laura. And I was like, and he knew my name because he remembered from all of the deliveries. And he was like, I've seen you before. And it got to that point where my delivery drivers knew me. And I thought, I've got to switch it up. So You've got to switch it up. I went to, I went to Uber Eats for a while. <laughs> yeah, but I ain't going to lie. That was like me and Nando's. They just knew at a time. It was like, yeah, what's going on, beast? I was like, yeah, yeah, say no, mum. Same order. Phone, like, before you'd even called it. Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's coming. Uh, uh, yeah, we know. We'll yeah. it. So, you know, we've got to switch it out sometimes. We've got to switch it out sometimes. All right, I've got a question for you. Um, would you still, with your million, do you remember when we did this, would you still buy a chicken shop or now that you're a championship footballer and you're, like, maybe a little bit more upmarket, would you like buy something else? What? Who said anything about upmarket? But I'm still in the hood. I'm getting me a chicken shop oh, yeah. all day, every day. What? 100%. Yeah. The chicken shop don't change. I'll always say football, it would, it's, it's temporary. I'll have to retire sometime. But my love for chicken is life long that's not a word but you know what i mean permanent permanant that's why it's yeah permanent. enduring yeah yes on. eternal um, eternal there we go yes. okay that is it for this week thank you so much for listening thank you for our guest as well max absolutely brilliant bio thank you for turning up the bench Lee. It's nice to have you i stopped doing that lw i was here you, it was just there was um technicals Technical yeah. difficulties that I just couldn't get online, okay? You know me? Yeah, yeah, got it. Uh, remember as well, if you want to get involved on Twitter, follow us at Super6. Use the hashtag Super6Podcast. Don't forget to like, subscribe, make sure you can get the downloads automatically downloaded into your little section in your app each week. We'll see you again next time. Bio. Merry Christmas. Hi, LW. Merry Christmas.